see right on time, even with like uh, a spare right on time. Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome to Monday, October 30th. Um, as you can probably tell, I'm back in my lair down in the, you know, beautifully hot and buggy state of Florida. It was it was quite the warm one today. <sighs> it was 87 degrees at my house. 87 <laughs> degrees uh, in I October. <laughs> Those no seams, they're like, oh, she's back. Okay, okay. Well, they were okay. waiting for you. They were waiting for me. You would think that I had bed bugs. I swear to God, it's just horrible. And and I had all sorts of like computer and and Wi-Fi issues and just everything. It was a complete and utter cluster shit show today. But nice. um, able to get the computer up and and going. Obviously, you can see my Pac-Man are back, and so is my so is my um, Rick and Morty. Uh, UFO thingy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm probably going to do some work down here and make it into a little bit more of a office looking kind of space or something. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But at some point during this season, Dennis will definitely be coming to visit me and we're going to do a, a show together. So I'm excited to do that. So hi, so am I. hi everyone. Um, welcome to Monday. <laughs> yeah. I think what we're going to do today is we're going to focus on Robin, Robin's uh, People Magazine interview. Um, we will touch on Matthew Perry, Maddie Perry, as his friends call them. And uh, pretty much everything after that was bullshit that you've all heard, you know, time and time again. Well, I'm, I'm glad he spent so much time with the guy that's 199th in the ratings. <laughs> Congratulations, Seth. You really do suck. Goo for you. Goo for you. <laughs> Did you see what, you know, he, he lost to, he actually lost to like a bunch of Spanish shows. There are actually almost no oh, Spanish shows below that. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pioneer uh, Woman came in close. She almost beat him. I Pioneer like, Woman. I feel like the, uh, I feel like, <laughs> Pioneer Woman. I feel like that <laughs> YouTube thing that he does, the one like 10 minute thing that he does is the most popular thing of his entire show. I mean. And even that is, well. Yes, Maddie did in fact croak in three feet of water, and you know what? As yeah, you much could drown, in, people... drown in a bucket. Okay, so sorry, I meant to tell you that okay. Arm, um, as usual, is having. I mean, I'm usually the one with computer issues, but Arm is having some issues, and uh, I tell him to pop on when he can, if he can, and he'll wait. So, <sighs> Matthew Perry wasn't exactly the greatest guy on the planet. No. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, right. What was it you posted today, Xavier, uh, about? The, uh, C, uh, CK. Um, CK? Louis, uh, Louis CK posted a, a, on one of his podcasts a story of how he went out with uh, little Maddie. And apparently, you know, he's, he's a struggling. He knows what it's like to be a struggling comedian. So he's always kind of generous with the waitress tips. And Matthew literally slapped the money out of his hand. Like, what the fuck? What the F are you doing? You know, giving these people money. And he's like, I mean. Can you imagine? He's, wow. He's not necessarily, I mean, this is a dude that. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, not like Matthew would ever have to work ever again with the contract that they got as the shows. And it's, he was good. He was good. And for him to be such a dick to just a normal waitress. 
I mean, maybe he was just having a bad day, give him the benefit of the doubt. How much was Matthew Perry's net worth? Perry's net worth was estimated at $120 million at the time of his death. Although he acted in small roles throughout his career, we can assume the bulk of his wealth came from friends with hefty residuals. He and the cast continued oh, to earn. So, you know, yeah, that's just, to work again. That just shows you, though, that, like, some of you have mental – that's mental illness because you you literally hit the lottery. You have You should not be upset about anything. Anything. Literally, you, your money will always come. It's not like you have a business that you worry. The money's just going to keep coming. It, it, it just won't without stop doing, without lifting a finger ever again. I mean, enjoy yourself. Don't, 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 don't like you know, put yourself into a stupor. And and I mean, there's no reason to do that, man. That's just crazy. I mean, you know, it's we crazy. can rip on we can rip on Seinfeld all we want, but dude knows how to live. Yeah. 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 I mean, he has like 50 he Porsches. Travels, he travels. does anything yeah. he wants. He does anything he wants. And good on him, you know? Exactly. Um, we'll come back to Matthew Perry later because I wanted to read to you guys like an article about him. Um, we are definitely going to go into Robin and her whole scenario. So I definitely want to do that. Um, I'm just trying to figure out where to start. Guys, just give me one quick second. <laughs> So that I can uh, stop screen, screen. I mean, if you go back to the early zeros on Mark Friggin and just type mm -hmm. in Matthew Perry, it's just all Howard did was just crap on him. Oh, like yeah. The, like literally. And it's and you can see like there's multiple results spanning several years. And all Howard does is say the same thing over and over again. Essentially, well, that, that apparently that John John said that um, Matthew Perry had a cease and desist. Uh, his lawyers and manager threatened Howard for harassment in 2002, 2003. I'm sorry right. that we have that audio to play for you, but you know, John, John yeah, we had will we will eventually. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was out of his mind back then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we were talking about that today about, you know, how do we think that Howard will be eulogized and, you know, what oh, people will think of him and stuff like that. And, you know, the ultimate FU would be if he was like the Farrah Fawcett to the Michael Jackson, where they both die on the same day. And then nobody gave a rat's ass about Farrah Fawcett because Michael Jackson died on the same day. You, you can only hope that like the president drops dead on the same day Howard does. And then he gets none of the yeah, admiration that he's expected. I, I, he doesn't expect it. Look at the current media trends. Susan Summers dead at sunrise by, by lunch. People were already forgetting that she was dead. Right. I mean, Howard yeah. is not even going to come close to that. No, Howard, if, if, if a sportscaster dies the same day, Howard will be forgotten. Literally, he, oh. he, he, no one's going to remember he, remember him. Seriously. He's not giving enough credit this, to the okay. man. I mean, this, everybody kind of in America knows who Howard is. No, 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 no. Everybody, you, you, you can write this down right now. The number one thing said <laughs> when Howard dies will be, oh, he was still on the air? Exactly. Yeah, that will be yeah. ninety percent of the reaction. But he was a great interviewer, you guys. And then, and then no one <laughs> will struggle to actually find proof yeah. that he was. You know, yeah. it's like saying Gandhi was a great caterer. You know, <laughs> oh, I, I heard that, that though. <laughs> I think that's true. I think that is true. All right, so let's start our show, and we'll come back You'll to Matthew Perry yeah, a little okay. bit. 
and we'll talk about him, but uh, he started the show talking about how he was, quote, flat on his ass from being overdosed by the flu vaccine. Now, full disclosure, I did, in fact, when I got down to Florida, I did get a, a flu vaccine because I'm going to a Halloween party tomorrow with Floridians who are all like so, Dennis. Don't give a shit about being vaccinated or anything. Not that I'm getting the new COVID thing or anything like that. I just figured, let me get the flu you'll be sick in a, You'll be sick in a week then. No, no, no. So I was, I've, I've been fine. I, you know, I, I'm absolutely fine. No, like tiredness, no anything. So for Howard to be absolutely flat out on his ass, I don't Maybe because he does nothing. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the truth. And he looks like he's anemic. So, I mean, he is anemic. Honestly, <laughs> dude, a stiff <laughs> wind probably is his enemy. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. the only stiff he gets. Hang on. Super flu vaccine. It's like a mega dose. Mega dose. And, yeah, I think uh, man, it's I... double what they give everybody else. I'm out ever since, even today. Really? Mega dose. Yeah. Having a, had a bitch of a weekend. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe I got some other bug in me, but uh, I'm whacked out, like on a whole nother planet. Like how? What are whole nother planet? Like they had fever. Like like I didn't have a fever, but I felt like I did, and I was. Hypochondriac. Uh, well, no, I was loopy, like uh, sleeping a lot. Uh, I don't know. Any joint aches or pains? No, none of that. Okay, so this is the tenor for the this, of the show. Once again, this is very George Orwell. When he says this weekend, most people go, oh, Saturday and Sunday. No, no. but but he paints it that way. He, he He's manipulating people without even people realizing. Oh, he immediately, immediately goes, oh, this weekend. So people are like, oh, yeah, I just had a weekend. So you, you kind of relate. His weekend yeah, started oh, Wednesday Saturday. afternoon. So you forget, like, his weekend, like, by the time your weekend started, his weekend was... Like more than halfway this done. This weekend started at 11 o'clock on Wednesday. Absolutely. Yeah, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. five yeah. days. Yeah, five days. You know, they can play an entire sports series in the time he has a weekend. Yeah. Yes. Like, like literally yeah. an entire like yeah. hockey series or baseball series can be finished. Yeah. So it is like, weekend. I, I know. I know. I'm, I, I nitpick at that, but I just constantly can't emphasize that this man has been retired. For a long, long time. So he yeah. says weekend. Is well, barely F-U. working, let's say that. Yeah. Well, he's a part-timer? <laughs> yeah, he is a part-timer. He's a he's freelancer. A um, so then he he right away went into talking about Robin's book, uh, Robin's uh, news article. Uh, people article. Uh, so let's, let's put that up on the screen so that we can all talk about that at the same time. Uh, okay, and let me pull it up. I, I didn't realize Curly Neal was his co-host. <laughs> Radio co-host Robin Quivers fighting cancer for 11 years. Just so like I've been saying. We will read it so that you, our friends out there, do not have to. So here's, now this is the online edition. I'm not really sure what the difference is between the two, but Howard will absolutely tell you what the difference is between the two because somehow he managed to make this entire article about him. I have five pertaining to that. And it's just really, really weird that um, that he would feel the need when Robin is talking about something obviously so close to her heart and he would swing it around and make it, uh, about himself, so it was actually kind of creepy it's on a, his it, part. It's a narcissist pissing contest. Uh, it's literally what it is. It's a narcissist yes. pissing contest. It's yes. crazy. 
So here's Robin. She decided to, you know, go bold and go bald. And um, she claims that she shaved, but you know what? I think she's no. always had alopecia. So she's she's she actually alopecia when the whole Oscar thing went down. You know yeah. what though? She did. So it's like, so which is it? No, you know, honestly, from chemo, from many rounds of chemo, that hair's gone. The thing is, she can never get her effing story straight. Well, when the whole whole Jada Pinkett thing was going down, oh, I have alopecia. No, you don't. I was like, oh, I shaved. Which is it? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. She has eyebrows. Well, no, these are just. Uh, Oh, those are are drawn in? Those Those Sharpies? Yeah, man, there's no Sharpie, bro. Oh, stencil. But you know what? Some, uh, she absolutely polish. looks better without the hair. You don't like you yeah, don't you don't like the much. orange mop. Yeah, I don't no, like the fuzzy you know hair. Now. Okay, the fuzzy. I keep hearing that she looks. Oh, she looks better. She looks better. Compared to what? She looks ridiculous. Compared to the fuzzy hair. The fuzzy hair is ugly. Same hair as that one little person from the Incredibles that made their their suits. Like, I'm gonna read a little. I'm gonna read a little. All right, all right, let's come down. I'm going to read a little bit of the article. The on-air personality in Howard Stern's her star shares how she's learning to live with endometrial cancer and finding strength in her friends. Robin Quivers remembers feeling unusually tired in the days and weeks leading up to a pal's weekend nuptials in Pittsburgh in May of 2012. The longtime radio co-host of the Howard Stern Show started having trouble urinating the night before the wedding. It was painful, it was scary, it was bizarre, says Quivers. She went to the emergency room where doctors inserted a catheter and x-rays revealed a grapefruit-sized mass lodged in her pelvic area. She recalls the ER staff, staff telling her, as long as you get home, as soon as you get home, see a doctor. Four days later, back in Manhattan, Quivers was taken into surgery after a series of CT scans, MRIs, and biopsies were inconclusive. Nobody was able to diagnose it, said Quivers, 71, who saw both <laughs> a gynecologist and a gastroenterologist. They told me, we really don't know what this is, we can't identify it without going in and getting it. Surgeons discovered the mass had been resting on every organ in her pelvic area, says Quivers, necessitating a complete hysterectomy. Then it was hours of meticulously scraping off layers of tissue and not destroying whatever organ it had been touching. She spent weeks waiting for test results and reviews from a new team of doctors before being diagnosed with a rare form of stage 3C endometrial cancer. Following the recovery from surgery, she began a grueling 15-month regimen of radiation and chemotherapy. She credits her circle of close friends with helping her to find the best medical care and getting her through the toughest times. In particular, her longtime friendship with Stern 69. Howard was there every day. She said, choking up at the memory, he's been with me lockstep. Except for the fact that he hasn't yeah. seen him in over fourteen hundred days. But. Yeah, you know. But they're 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 just Ooh. like this. They're peas in a pod. Great and grace. Um, so she said that's a very hard thing to do to describe my health these days, says Quivert gives <sighs> treatment intermittently. What I can tell you is I feel fine right now. So, you know, there's a there's a history and Xavier had made a thread about it on our site at rayogunk.com, basically about can all I these read people a Yes, you can. Okay, I'll read this and you guys. Okay. okay. While our insurance covered most of the expenses we had to hire private nurse aid to care for her while I was at work, which is not covered, we have drained our savings and we have gone into conservative debt to cover the related expenses that are not covered. In addition to the private care that required there are other non-covered expenses, such as certain medical equipment, modifying our homes to make it handicap friendly. This quote is, can be found on Scott's GoFundMe, which was never mentioned on there. 
Nope. Yes. We tend to like bringing that up because, you know, that was, listen, cancer kicks you in the ass. I, I can't it even imagine. True. This. Um, the fact that, the fact that Scott wasn't able to talk about it or uh, get any money for it. I, I one simple mention of the GoFundMe online exactly. would have been enough to to take them. And sadly, Robin passed away before she could even reap any benefits of getting that money and being able to pay for her health care, yeah. um, which is kind of a sad thing. And, and we'll yeah. come back. And that's and, the nice part of what I posted. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. You know, to to go back to the beginning of this article, first of all, Robin was knew she was sick for years before that because that's why she had all the wacky doctors around, Dr. Ronnie, the freaking magnets behind the ears, going to ayahuasca, yes. all yes. that other crap. That was because there was something wrong and she refused to go see a Western doctor and she, she actually didn't, she didn't believe it. in Western medicine. That's she right. She didn't believe in it right. at all. She still does which it. It's insane. She literally so, still yeah, doesn't. Exactly. She just she, had no choice. She, she doesn't credit any of them for for saving no. her. No. no. It's always about the it's diet her. or my attitude or this. Yeah, or I that. did it. It's never. Yes. Geez, never... these guys saved my ass. Yes. Quivers. So this was interesting, and this was something I guess we didn't really know, but everybody has always assumed. Quivers was cancer-free for more than three years before relapsing in late 2016. Since she had stage three, there were more than a 50% chance that it would come back and most likely require chronic treatment, says Dr. Christine Anuziata, Senior Vice President of Extramural Discovery Science at the American Cancer Society, who did not treat Quivers. And while the radio star continues to undergo treatment intermittently, she's not slowing down anytime soon. I feel fine, says Quivers, who lives in New Jersey and spends four hours a day, three days a week on air. It's been 11 years of dealing with this and I'm still here. Okay, so they go into like, you know, uh, so wait a minute. First of all, they, waiting. Oh, with her they fake say, metal. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So, so yeah. they, 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 first of all, she doesn't work three days a week, four hours a day because during interviews, she's not working. She's no. doing nothing. No. She's taking she a nap, work. eating friendly. She's doing something. She's not her working. Mic, her mic is off. Yes. She's she, she's no longer there. That that um, is utterly ridiculous. You know, and, and and you know, once again though, no mention that uh, the her alleged best friend uh, has yet to see her for fourteen hundred days. <laughs> fourteen hundred days, and I mean, she's seventy one years old, and she's. You know, she's fighting something pretty bad, and he has refused to see her. That's amazing just, to me. It's really that's, that's just amazing. disgusting. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's two scorpions, man. Like, is anybody really expecting any like courtesy? No. You ever what, no. You ever not at what all. Not... When like alligators get too close to each other, they, they just try to bite each other's arms. They deserve off each stuff. other. They deserve each other. Following the nine eleven attacks. Quivers has been had been inspired to focus on her health. Let us all not also Jeez, forget that 9-11, she said that the people who were on the airplanes were cowards, cowards because she definitely would not have just sat still while somebody was hijacking the plane. Naturally. Cowards, she called yeah, them. Wait, she totally first of, cowards. Go ahead. We had that whole thing though that wasn't she had this was years later she was talking about getting healthy. It was like two thousand what six? Yes. 2005. It had yeah. nothing to do with 9-11. It was how that she was sick and she was trying to do anything yeah, that's else. That's a great point. Mumbo Jumbo, Benjamin originally brought that up. And I looked back into it. It's like, yep, it was 2006. And she Hindsight's did all the mumbo jumbo. Pepper, isn't it? What? 
Einstein's an MF for, for her. Yes. This isn't it. You know, the internet is the, these two's worst enemy. It literally is. Yeah. <laughs> they... I'm going to continue. continue. At those four points, Quivers leaned on close friends who she says just surrounded me and made this network to take care of me. I never had to ask for anything. It was just overwhelming. She managed her six-week session of radiation with little difficulty. And thanks to preventive medications, her six rounds of chemotherapy treatments went smoothly with minimal side effects or nausea. I was pretty tired, but I felt fine, said Quivers, who returned to her show on the air on October 2nd, 2013. And Stern gave her an emotional welcome back, saying, I've been praying for this day, and I'm really happy that you're here. In December 2016, during a routine scan, doctors discovered Quivers' cancer had returned and metastasized to her lymph nodes. Yeah, that's never a good thing. i got to be honest with you. Well, that's very um, bad. Well, see, the thing is, though, why, you know, if it had already metastasized, I hate, I can't say that word, um, you know, was she going to the doctor for her regular follow-ups? Because it sounds kind of like it, it sounds like it took a giant jump. But then again, we're dealing with Robin. Remember, she said she was cured when she Everything came back in 2013. From her, that comes out of her mouth. Well, listen to what she yeah. says in the next sentence. Yeah. It's never been a huge problem, says Quivers, who undergoes well, intermittent immunotherapy infusions. When it's well, shown some growth, then we have to manage that. All of which she does with characteristic grace and grit. When you're in and out of treatment, you're always recovering and trying to get back to where you were, says Quivers, who switched to keto to a ketogenic and anti-inflammatory diet last year <laughs> with rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. My psych <laughs> psychological state definitely improved. Ed Quivers, who lost 50 pounds, she'd gained post-surgery <laughs> and took a two-week trip to Ooh. South Asia. I had a great time. I was amazed at how easy it was. I'm interested in everybody having a fuller life, more options, and knowing what's possible. Let's move on. Jesus. Uh, yeah, oh, you I don't want to talk about the friendship it, that doesn't exist. And, be and before anybody starts crapping on us, we wish anybody with cancer the best. Is the fact that she has no problem stepping on people when she's she's going through that struggle. Don't you think that she 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 should have said, "Hey, Scott, I know what Scott's wife is going through. Throw him a freaking plug, or I'm just gonna do nothing. it anyway." Nope. It's like nothing. The or fact or that she's such or, a prick. Or like, it would be easily for affordable for her to put in the fifty thousand dollars that they were asking for. At the very least, that's true. Like, no she wastes more than that on uh, on you know? stupid medicines, on stupid mind yeah. rocks behind their ears. You know. I, so like, listen, Robin, wish you the best, but man, don't don't expect after all the crap you pulled for us to all of a sudden be, get remember, the out for you. Remember, this is the woman. That there was a lawsuit because her father had uh was it mesothelioma yeah exactly yeah and, and they got a bunch of money and she took her share she she, her, she didn't give it to her mother who's elderly she just took the or money her yeah or her brother who was desperate she just took them she took her share of it that's like, right wow because that's she the person it. we're dealing with if if tomorrow it. if tomorrow let's say chris christie's mom sister whatever finds himself in the same situation that Scott did, she will once again shut up because she doesn't want to take that focus away from her. Yeah, well, let's Correct. focus in on Howard now because obviously this uh, this article is clearly all about him. And I have one, two, three, four, five clips relating to this because Jesus. it's so psychotic to me that he didn't stop. He just didn't stop talking he's about a, it. Remember, he's a sociopath. He they, they have no feeling for anyone else. Yes. All they think about is themselves. Yes, agreed, agreed. Here we go. Yeah, I kind of am. Uh, you know. You're in fine shape. 
I wish People Magazine would do a story on me and what's going on with my health, but no, they only pay attention to Rob and Tuck's <laughs> story. took a flu shot. I and a, now where's People Magazine? for the counter. I'm in, Robin's only been uh, miserable for 11 years. I'm in constant pain <laughs> and misery my entire life. So, so sad. I really, I just feel your pain. I just Jesus. Feel your pain. Let's continue, shall we? Big story on Robin and People Magazine. I uh, I got an advanced copy. I knew someone in the business, and uh, Robin, gave you know, it to him. she got a nice two-page spread. By the way, Robin gave him the copy. He didn't get it from anybody. Did she mail it to him? Four-page spread, and uh, my flu shot struggle got zero coverage. Cricket. Jesus. Christ. And uh, even I came off looking pretty good. Robin says I was there for her every step of the way, which uh, w she had to say. The, the serious uh, public affairs department went down and said, Robin, you better say something nice about Howard and make sure he looks good. <laughs> Why? 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 I, I'm, I'm speechless on this. This is insanity. You're sending you know what copies of the magazine. You know what the guys are telling me? That online, if you read the article, I'm barely mentioned. Like, like completely, and, and then if you go behind their paywall, you get to see the comments that you said about me. Oh, and I said, that's, uh, that, I said, now that's not fair. I mean, uh, I want as much publicity out of your article as oh. I can get. Oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So you're upset about that paywall, not the paywall that your show's on. Okay, <laughs> I see, I see, okay. <laughs> It's just shocking to me. It's just <laughs> shocking. All right, let's last one. Last one on this. Here we go. You know why your article is inspirational? Like, honestly, I got a flu shot. Really? And I haven't been feeling well. Really? And I'm driving my wife crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, Jesus. I'm taking the world down with me over this flu shot. Oh, my Asshole. God. And Robin goes for, like, chemo radiation, as you will read in her exclusive People magazine interview. And she, uh, you know, things pop up all of a sudden. There's uh, cancer here or there, and they have to manage it. She goes, yeah, we just manage it. Me, I get a flu shot. I'm like, I was on the phone to the doctor going, do you think, you think something, you think they overdosed me? Or He's on the phone to his doctor. He's probably calling Dr. Anus. Because he felt like shit after the flu shot, thinking that they overdosed him, just him, yeah. because it's not pre-measured and metered. Before they put it in you, he's talking Doctor Anus. He's a, yeah. you know you should ask him how Steve Jobs doing. But he has uh. to call the doctor to find out um, if he was overdosed the flu shot because he's not. Do you think there's certain things really in this world? Do you think he's just being a, a little prima donna? I, I don't know, man. Because he can. Because he can. He calls the doctor because he can. I mean, yeah. he's got the body mass of an ostrich. Yes, I mean, yeah. Don't insult ostrich. That. Exactly. <laughs> Ostriches are all muscle, baby. Yeah, they actually have meat on them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Point taken. I mean, it was just psychotic. The whole conversation was just psychotic. You know, he wants to promote her People magazine thing, but not quite so much that it takes away from him. It's pathetic. It's really pathetic. He's pathetic. It's really... It's it really is the Howard Stern Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know, we know, we know. All right, so we're going to move on a little bit and uh, talk about. So talk about? he was, he was pop music. So he was very into, 
I don't even know how to describe this. He's very into AI. He thinks that AI is going to cure all our problems. And like SIM be- cards. So, he, yeah, SIM cards. This is, remember, this is 69 IQ. He has no idea what AI really is. Neither does Robin. Neither one of them have an idea of what this no. does, how it works, anything. No. no. But and it's you, going to solve all our problems. And uh, these comments will show yeah. you how dumb he really is. Yes. Ladies, hang in there because I feel the robots. AI. Okay. Yeah. The robots. So what I'm talking about is ladies who have like breast cancer or ovarian mm-hmm. cancer. So ladies, ladies, ladies. Late, how, how, hey, ladies. Hello, lady. Hello, ladies. The, the robots are going to come and save the day. In there because I feel the robots. The robots. Have all these problems. The robots. I'm all in on AI. I think uh, Jackie, Robin, just hang in a little hang longer. In. Keep getting these treatments. And then I'll have you Stay cured. Once we, yeah. I'll have you cured. Stay around, Stay around because these robots are the robots. out like is no tomorrow. Are you kidding me? Oh, robots. <laughs> Seriously, what an idiot. That's a 69 IQ. He thinks they're robots. Two letters. <laughs> AI, it's robots. Two freaking letters. And he can't even get that right. <laughs> The robots. The ladies, robots. Ladies, hang in there. The robots are going to come and say, hey. <laughs> robots. Exactly. Robots. Robot. <laughs> God, just... This show is incapable so of anything that's even close to being funny. No, it's not. Oh, even that's funny, funny but you, un- 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 unintentionally you funny. Yeah. You should have used that disco duck voice at least to, say, uh, to you know, something. But you know, of course. Creativity in this show. Yeah, of course, Robin comes back with the... Well, I finally came to the conclusion, Howard. I said, cancer is smarter than people. Yes, yes. (laughs) 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 That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. People are going to sue us for making them stupider. Listening to this crap. Now, <laughs> to be fair, there have been a lot of articles in the papers recently that you know, as AI becomes smarter, they're going to start trying to um, put in uh, parameters and variables to it so that it can actually start has growing it, and figuring has, out. Wait, hasn't anybody seen Terminator? Hasn't anybody watched we, that we're movie? We're heading down that road, man. Jesus. Jesus, come on. Zero, zero doubt about it at this point. <laughs> it's not supposed to be a how-to video. It was supposed yeah. to be a science fiction movie. Please. Yeah. The, the only thing, the, the only difference is we won't get to see Linda Hamilton's breasts. Exactly. Oh, damn. There's, there's oh, that. man. That's the, only, that's the only difference there's between that. and reality. There's that. All right, so then, um, so then he's, he's amazed and shocked. Uh, shocked, I tell you, that Robin didn't get photo approval for her People magazine shoot. And what? so, he, well, he just needs to let us know that he, of course, got it during the Rolling Stones uh, article. So, wearing any wig or anything, I had my head shaved. And I go, Oh, so uh, which shots did you approve? She goes, Approve? I, I don't know what they, whatever they took. I go, whoa. Whoa. Wait a second. Whoa. You pose for pictures with a shaved head. They didn't even show you the, she goes, nope. I don't know what they're going to use. I don't even know if I looked any good. Then he starts to go into an entire tirade about how when he did his Rolling Stones thing, he wanted photo approval. He wanted to approve. Oh, those were some. Yeah. On the cover. And they're like, we don't really do that. 
we don't really do that. And you know, we'll, we'll show them to you, but you know, basically we have the final say on this. And he's like, you know, and if I could do that, Robin certainly could do it for people magazine, especially when she has no hair and she's, you know, shaved down and blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Who gives a, who exactly Jeremy Harrelson? Exactly. Exactly. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> just has a cancer. Just has like 75 years old or 80 or something like that. Who? Seventy crap. Uh, she's seventy-one. She's uh, seventy-one. Seventy-one. Yeah. Okay. So then um, he starts talking about Matthew Perry and gets into a whole uh, obituary for him, as if he liked him, as if he cared about him, no. as if he really even knows anything about Friends. And I'm still suspect that he never watched Friends. I don't believe. Oh, he's, no, he, zero chance. I guarantee he's never watched Friends. A well, we second of it. We have some lies, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a moment. But he's shocked and amazed that people would actually go to uh, where they did like the uh, outside of the Friends show, uh, you know, that was not filmed in New York, but was supposedly based in New York. And he was just shocked. Shocked, I tell you, that people. This is weird to me. Hold a vigil there. This is this is the craziest thing. People's reactions to a celebrity's death. Mourners gathered at the West Village apartment where they shot the exteriors for friends. Where, yeah, I where, saw that. I mean, but what, why? What person? I would like to interview these people. Matthew Perry was never in New York, not for long. So they're shocked and amazed that people would actually hold. I mean, I'm always shocked and amazed that people hold vigils for people. Yeah. Like, I'm not really into that. And I get that there are fans. And, you know, full disclosure, I never watched Friends. It just wasn't my. Neither have I. I, I, I. The only thing I know from that is Smelly Cat. That's the only thing Smelly I know. Smelly Cat. Exactly. I was just going to say that to you. Smelly Cat. That's the only thing I know is Smelly Cat. Yes, exactly. That's all I know from that. But but Howard seems to harken back to his memories of it, which are completely read off of a sheet of paper so that he can tell you things about Matthew Perry. So here's him talking about friends. Chandler Bing's one of his Chandler best monologues Bing. was um, his character was stuck in an ATM vestibule. With Jill Goodacre, the Victoria's Secret model. He's this reading. was on the show. Yes, I remember that. I don't remember these episodes. Who remembers these episodes? Do you remember these episodes? Xavier, did you watch that show? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Do you remember, Do you remember that? that episode? Uh, I wasn't paying attention to what he said. What did he say? The one when he was he was trapped in the vestibule <laughs> with with a Victoria's Secret model. Uh dude, the 90s were a minute ago, so exactly. Sure I, I'm exactly. sure if I saw like a little bit of it, it would yeah, it, it, remind me, but yeah. Here we go. That episode? I don't remember these episodes. By the way, I, I probably a lot of these episodes. I don't remember them. Don't That's remember the episodes. other. I don't remember these episodes. Big fan. You used to no, watch every week. I know. What? I don't know. I, but I don't remember what the fucking outside of the apartment looked like or the, 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 the what? Nor do coffee I. shop. Yeah, I mean, you kind of get a life. Central Perk? Everybody remembers yeah, Central, Central Perk. Perk. Even I know what Central Perk, Perk is. Come on, Genius. Man. Come on, Howard. Wait a minute. So I watched Seinfeld. Wait, wait. If if you really watch it, I watched Seinfeld every you know every week when it was on. I watched when it was first one. I watched. It. I Same. can I could walk by that if I walked by that building, I'd recognize that building. Same. Absolutely would recognize it. Yeah. I mean, oh, the restaurant. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of you actually watch a show. X got distracted because the Raiders dropped the ball in third down and had to punt. Hey, Can you hey, imagine hey, that the Raiders hey, are hey, midseason hey, form? Hey, 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 some of us, some of us has DVR. You know, we watch the games after. 
Reed says this is such a tired bit. Howard is always contemptuously amazed that people have zealous fans and undermine the sentiment because it's not about him. Just 100%. Like Thank you, David. Who's the one? Who's the one who wants to get a friggin' mausoleum so that people can come and, yes. and pay yeah, homage yeah. to him in death? Who? Him. I hope he does. Because hey, do, do you think uh, Matthew <laughs> is going to be buried with one of the little bells in the string to the? Oh, Howard? absolutely. Just to be <laughs> sure. You know, I, I hope that I hope that he has a mausoleum because I'd like to do to him in death what he did to us in life. I'll piss on his mausoleum. <laughs> yeah, he thinks that people will come there with like what beers or like they do with Jim Morrison, right? Nobody's gonna do that, Howard. Nobody, nobody. You, you know, um, yeah. he's so delusional. If you're if you're ever in Vegas, there's a thing that has a the Liberace Museum or what used to be, and mm-hmm. it's now just like a strip mall with like laundry. And like, I love know, like this. I love that museum. You, you, but you know what I mean? It's like it's, these guys are so delusional when they're alive that they think that their fans are just gonna like. And Howard has the same kind of vibe. He thinks people it's are so gonna cute remember him for Liberace, more than ten minutes. Liberace's fans have all aged out. I don't even. Yeah, they're, they're even, dead. They're dead. I, my so friend took about me. Liberace? My friend took me to to pass that Liberace museum as a joke, and I was like, "What, so, what is it? Like, it's, it's like one of these Arab pizza places." Laundry mat, whatever, and it's like, and you can tell where it used to be the the Liberace Museum. It's the same thing. People Aww. forget. People don't care. And Howard will be forgotten hey. within a couple hours of his dis- of his death. Not not according to him. Well, um, okay. Do? Uh, next thing I want to play for you, which I think is just kind of amazing. And hey, it's just Cindy like really. Cindy Lou who? What is she saying? This is, this, she said, "I still can't imagine that I was a fan of French." This is literally before internet existed. We didn't have yeah. much of a choice. You know? <laughs> I mean, this is literally what was available to us. <laughs> you know, it's either that or watch the Bruce Jenner infomercials. You know, on channel three hundred and sixty-two. I don't you think know, we had like, channel three hundred and sixty-two back then. Yeah, it was it was that or look at cubic zirconias. Two, four, five, seven. I know I watched I watched something else instead of it, but I forgot what it was. If you had had ESPN two, that was like whoa. Oh yeah. Future. It's like Mm. when Friends was around, there wasn't many options, man. It's like it's like trying to get laid in junior high. There ain't options. (laughs) (laughs) Who got laid in junior high? Jesus. Um, That's what I mean. (laughs) Okay, so listen to the coach said I wasn't bad. Listen to this, <laughs> listen to this lie, you guys. Um, I'm trying to remember what what made this happen, but uh, Gary comes on to tell us about a house he went to see, and that the owner of the house had nudes um, painted of his wife down in his basement. And of course, of course, Howard has an equal story. And this is such an outrageous lie. The way it came out as well is like shocking to me. So I'm going to play the whole clip right now. I went to an open house, right? And we're walking around the house and you can clearly see that there's photos of this guy's wife all over the house because yeah. she's beautiful. And then we go downstairs and on the pool table were three oil paintings of her full body completely naked. Just full wow. fucking nude. Now watch Whoa. You do that. Why would you leave that out? You don't know. Here we go. His life. That's crazy. Yeah, I I saw a guy. I was looking for a house once, yeah, sure, and sure, uh, sure. I went, and the guy had um, sure, sure, sure. a whole a whole bunch of naked pictures of his wife hanging on in in the house. Lie. And I was like, whoa, she's hot. Whoa. The, yeah, the girl was insanely hot. Yeah, sure, sure. I think sure. she uh, might. Uh, Matt Terry. Matt Terry. Or if she uh, wasn't, I was shocked, and I was like, man, 
That is one hottie. No, never happened. That, that is an absolute. Yeah, I called it out in the thread. As soon as he started, I was like, nope, that's an utter and absolute lie. Never happened. Absolutely. Just made it up now uh, because you had to try to one up Bowie. Yes. No Bowie's, Bowie's story is real. That's a real story because he's absolutely. told that several times. Yes. And I would, I would, I could see that happening. I can absolutely see that like happening. I have a story like that. I, I, my weirdest real estate story is when I went to, I was apartment hunting and I went to this apartment and it was in like a walk up. It was a brownstone. And it was like the fourth floor and I was fucking exhausted by the time I got up there. I'm like all out of breath. And the apartment was lived in, you know, the guy was moving out, but he had his underwear, like he had just done a wash of his underwear and his underwear were hanging in every open space and i'm talking about 30 pairs of friggin underwear he had <laughs> strings going across Honest. the living room <laughs> it was absolute insanity i never saw anything like that and it's like who would who would allow somebody into there and some people are such slobs i mean it's just like yeah. it's utter shock to me how people keep their homes and i'm always freaked out that i like leave shit around but it was just Horrible. Hanging, hanging underwear is a, that's a whole nother level. Yeah, that's that's, oh a, my that's like the Hatfields and McCoys type. Yeah, thing. yeah. He was definitely well, a gay guy, and I think that he was a dancer. So I think ooh, a lot of the underwear were like. Ooh, that. Well, let me tell you real quick. I was on BVI and Virgen Gorda, and I was there was only one spot on that island where you can get uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, so everybody would go sit down at this little cafe. I'm sitting there, and next to me is his European director of photography. And uh, he's doing his thing. I'm doing my, his thing. To the right of me is his wife on her mm -hmm. laptop. So I'm sitting between the two of them, blah, blah, blah. He leaves to go get a, an espresso or something. And I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, emailing back everybody like, is the dog alive? You know, stuff like that. All of a sudden, his little Apple 13-inch screensaver turns on. And, of course, what comes on on the screensaver? His oh, photos. What? And was his photos? His wife in what appears to be Phil's... Uh, Phil Spector in a in a leg lock, <laughs> starts, starts scrolling up his, his full spread eagle wife, with the biggest bush known to Ural's kind. Oh my god! And, and, and I'm like, and so she she hasn't Phil noticed Spector it. In like, a leg oh, lock. Picture after picture of her just naked. Uh, oh. Oopsie. You name it. And, and, and Oops, like, Daisy. I finally, like, I closed the lid because uh, like, oh, I'm like... going to get fired for looking at this crap. So, <laughs> is she's sitting right next to you? She's sitting right next to me. You know, <laughs> you know, she's uh, she she she's uh, she's emailing the Deutschenland. And, uh, <laughs> up on that. Okay, that's horrible. I have totally the visual of that, and I think oh, I've gotten a little sick. You, yeah. you just casually, you just casually grabbed the top of it up but and just kind of push it down slowly. The fact, that he's, oh. the fact that that was his screensaver, and he didn't think twice about closing the lid. No, they're German, so you know that's the clean stuff. Yeah, you get yeah. you get a pass. At least she wasn't wearing an underwear and shitting into it or something. You know. That yeah, was, they're German. That would have been really <laughs> there's that really out in Z. <laughs> All right, so I want to get back to the robots real quick because obviously this needs to Let's be get back to robots. We're going to get back to the robots. Here we go. Someone said again with AI, I think they're on the verge of a cure for pancreatic cancer. Yes, of so course they are. So there you go. Really? You know? really? Yeah. Who are you talking to? 
I don't know. You know what? I think Who I'm are you talking to. I'm telling you, AI is going to solve all our problems. I'm a big AI guy. <laughs> He's big. My kid. Because AI is going to be fighting wars. And, you know, they, AI they is going to be fighting compassion. the wars. AI. We shouldn't fight wars because AI should be smarter than that and solve the problem that would cause oh. a war. Holy shit. She actually say, uh, yes, I, I mean, I heard that the first time, and I still can't believe she said that. I, I mean, understand. I don't even, I don't I, I don't know what she meant by that. I don't know what she thought by that. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm know, a little lost. How is the uh, AI guy, you know? He's a huge AI guy. Hey, no idea how to use it. <laughs> you know, he okay. should probably hire AI. AI. He hire AI, like give him a contract and maybe write write for the show. AI could actually do better bits than his his crew can. Well, hell, hell, a uh, uh, three monkeys, three monkeys, and a zookeeper could do a, a better job of these bits than these guys. So then he gets Ronnie on, and Ronnie has just now turned seventy three. Seventy three. Okay, so Ronnie's seventy three, Robin seventy one, Howard's going to be seventy in November, December, three months, two and a half months. Mm -hmm. So all of them, all of them. I wonder, you know, I wonder if Robin gets her social security. She must. Oh, she, she would never turn that down. Because you, you can wait until you're like seventy, right? I guess I don't. Yeah, you can't. You can hold off, but she, of course she's collecting. Sixty two. Yeah. I guarantee you, when she took 62 62 is the minimum, right? Sixty-two is the minimum. Well, she was sick. Yeah, I bet she, she was she sick when that happened. She probably took it. Yeah, I bet you Absol she took absolutely. Yeah. Remember, she's the one that took a, law a lawsuit pay uh, a lawsuit settlement from her mother. Yeah, so. yes, yes, yes. As you've reminded us, Dennis. Yes. I'll keep on reminding you off over and over again because she's a monster. So Ronnie, <laughs> he's kind of jealous of the fact that Ronnie has no stress, but he does because, you know, he has the show to contend with, so let's listen to him talking. Yeah. I'm like a kid, this guy. <laughs> um, but you're a fucking miracle. You sat up, you mean you got home and you were waking up? What the fuck's wrong with me? You know what it is? I gotta figure, Ronnie's retired now. He doesn't have any stress. Maybe I got too much stress with this fucking radio show. Maybe. Because right. I was stressed out all weekend. Seth Myers is coming in, and I love Seth's show. And I'm like, what the fuck? I gotta, you know, I gotta make sure that goes well. And I'm sitting there, fucking writing down shit to talk about. Maybe that's the. Maybe I'm all stressed out. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, because you work so hard at this show, so hard, so at hard, it. So, yes, many so, hard. so many hours, um, so many hours. Wait, first of all, let's back walk back a little bit. Ha, uh, uh, Ronnie's not retired. Ronnie is still working because he's waking up at friggin' five o'clock in the morning. Five, right? 4 a.m. Actually, 4 a.m. in the morning to be on this piece of garbage show. He is that is not retired in my book. Retired is sleeping to eight o'clock in the morning At every least. day because you can. Yeah, exactly. He up can't until midnight or one, and like he does. Ronnie lives a life, you know. I true, uh, but he's not retired. Listen, he's semi-retired. If if we were to take if we were to take the the ten hours that Howard Stern's been on this year, I would say he's about forty-five to fifty percent of the show. Yes, Ronnie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, absolutely. Right. I mean, uh, it's pretty safe to say that he's been included in forty-five to fifty percent of what's been talked about. Well, and what's probably amazing about that is the fact that after he moved to, to uh, Las Vegas, I bet you they paid him less. So he's probably fifty percent of the show, and probably uh, makes probably like forty percent of the salary that he had when he was in New York. I bet you. Oh, you know. You I know? I'm sure of it. I'm sure. I'm sure. You're freelance. You're filling a t time card. 
I wonder what the deal was with him. He was a paid employee. He was a paid employee. And so he retired from being a paid employee. He's getting a flat? I think he went freelance. You know? I think he's a freelancer now. And again, it it can't be an hourly thing because the show's only three hours. No, it's not hourly. I just think it's like he, you know, he gets a show. He's on. He has to be. So I think the way it probably would work is that he has to be ready to be on show. Like that he has to wake up at four or whatever it is and be ready. He gets a call sheet, like an email saying tomorrow. No. No. no, I think so Howard. I, like Howard no just, I, I think there's a. I think there is a call sheet involved. He has to be available Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, yeah, starting yeah. at like you four think. o'clock in the morning until eight. You know, whatever it is. So for Ronnie to be working from four to eight, or just hanging out and listening to the show, it, he'll come on like, and he comes on on Monday and Tuesday. Well, you know, you 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 act like it's run like a TV show, Xavier. It's I, not. No. I don't know what I don't know, you know. But, yeah. if, but you know, the thing is, the way the show thing that good one anyway. Well, the way the show is set up, though, it he thinks it's a TV show, so I bet they do send him a script the night before, or at least an outline. Well, an outline. That, that but he knows the day he's going to be on. He knows when he's going to be on. But sometimes he might mention Ronnie because somebody else mentions him, and he has to be available. Like he has to be there, even if he's hanging out in his bed, just like you know, sleeping. He has to be available to be on the show. I I believe that to be true. Um, Wait, okay. What's his John Doe saying here? Yeah, Ronnie and his wife are making four hundred k a year combined, and Ronnie has a lump sum retirement account. They are very comfortable. Lump sum retirement account from what? Okay. What did he do for a living? He drove a car. What kind of retirement account could he possibly have? Or are you talking about from 112 Productions? You're talking about from well, the see, I, don't, I don't remember seeing his name in 112. I know, but you know what? The one that we no, had he, seen uh, was had... so old. We yeah. never saw anything that like was, you know. But he's been an employee of Howard's for But he might have turned time. over into being like, you know, yeah. eligible for that at some point. Because that was that was a defined benefit plan. And you can get a lump sum, uh, lump sum from a defined benefit. Now to 401k. Yeah. So they, 112 had a defined benefit. Nobody has that anymore. So, but yeah, if that's listen, true, then, yeah, he, he is set. He's 73 he, oh, years old. He doesn't have long to go. He doesn't have that long. Yeah, he's, he'll be fine. But for people who say, poor Ronnie, this man has is 74 years old with no Ronnie? discernible talent. What no. So no, ever. none. He Except being he a goes Jew. in tomorrow and... Puts in for a Walmart application where it says special skill. It, he has to leave it blank. None. Yeah. No. No. I he's mean, his not. only special skill is he's a Jujine. I mean, that's about it. He's a, gr- <laughs> he's a grumpy old curmudgeon. That's yes, it. they are. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. So, uh, you know, I was really, I'm so sick and tired of these stories as well. And, you know, as we usually... <laughs> Or what I usually like to say, um, uh, whenever Howard tells a story about porn, oh, hold on a- one second. John but- Doe wants to know what a Jujine is. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. It mustn't be. Oh, it's a New York thing, I guess. Go back in time to like, the, you know, 70s, 1970s, 70s, 60s, 70s. Well, I don't know of it until the 80s because that's when, you know, you're hanging out with all of these people. So yeah. Italian American mainly Italian, Italian-American, yeah. was called a cugine. Yep. 
and which is a bastardization of a cousin, Cugino. Cugino, is- right? So everybody and everybody's related, everybody's cousin, everybody's brother, right? So it's a Cugino. So guys who were Jewish who were raised in like Italian communities were the they they, they, they acted the same way exactly the same exactly the same you almost couldn't discern the difference between them other than the hair probably and even uh, that they were called jujines as opposed as opposed to kujines <laughs> and it's just a really silly New York thing I don't even know if it's anywhere it, else I really don't I, I don't think it is but it is absolutely one hundred percent funny. It, to- <laughs> Long story short, remember that that song they did? Uh, he's a four foot old angry Jew, and he thinks he's Italian too. Yes, yes. That's, that's true. That's, but, that's and, you know, that's... He, but because he had that tough guy kind of talk, and you know, he's all about attitude. Meanwhile, he's like this tall. He's literally this he's, tall. He's a little guy. <laughs> he's a wee man. Howard so, starts to tell us about uh, you, some. You guys, are you guys familiar with Alien Baby? No. There's a guy on Instagram called Alien Baby that has the same physique. As Ronnie, yeah, oh, but there's God. a little difference face wise, and well, I'll let you guys figure it out someday. Um, okay, can I play a clip now? So, porn. sure, so he wants to tell us whenever he tells us a porn story. Now, I recorded this, just just listen to it because what I did is I recorded it and just kept pushing it forward 30 seconds. So, this is this is longer than it would take to jerk off and 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 come to this, is his porn story. So, here we go. I, I saw a porn this weekend. Uh, three gals. Gals. What? This, gals. This girl who um, is bringing her girlfriend home to meet her stepmom. So the three of them is sitting at the Follow what I'm saying. Girl brings her girlfriend home. Follow what I'm saying. To meet her stepmom. Dad's nowhere to be found. Stepmom's got real big t- on the, you know, the girlfriend. Best she part. first says, this is the problem, Best mom. mom this is no, stepmom. Stepmom. Step step right. And then Best they part. cut to uh, porn. And then Best what part. happens? She starts blowing you and stuff. And then you go to it, huh? No, so, no. We- he must have gone on about five minutes. Oh, it was, it was way too long. I mean, nobody Wait. has that type of description of any type of porn. And, and actually, once again, it was 100% fake. He never saw anything like that. It was... It's yeah. a tranny porn he's watching. We know oh, that. Well, again, he was shocked that he gets keeps getting these notifications. Yeah, him. you always get notifications of stuff you like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh-huh. the way the logarithm works. Then this classic all-time funny I'm bit. I'm sure it's fucking crazy. Hold on. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Everybody, look who it is. It's, um, <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes. This oh. is awesome. Hey, Howard. Hey, how you doing, Patrick? Patrick Mahomes, of the, of, I'm honored. This is of the Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Um, I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I'm super happy for my teammate, you know? Oh, shut up. Jeez, oh, this, that went on. That actually went on for over 10 minutes. I know. Way too long. It was horrible. I mean, I was, I was dying. I mean, I, w- I think I was disassembling a carburetor uh, because <laughs> I was really so, so bored. I'm like, yeah, let me do something productive. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is really... Um, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. That's Like, who knows how? I mean, not many people know how Patrick Mahone even talk talks. I mean, seriously, we don't really need a uh, impersonation of him. No, it's really ridiculous. Okay, so my favorite clip of the day is Howard doing a commercial for. Oh. Um, what was it for? What? 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 Uh, what? It's for Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> so, That's hilarious. For Rosetta Stone and. <laughs> trying to tell a story about 
um, about how people, you know, he, he would love to learn a language, of course. <laughs> you can't you actually learn a language on your own and not have like a, a tutor, you know, like talking to you. He would never do it because it takes too much attention. It takes too much time for him to do mm. something like this. But he wants to tell us a story about how Rosetta Stone um, really works to your advantage because listen to this. Or like you're standing somewhere and you hear, nah, 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 and all of a sudden you turn to the, there's this video online of these dudes who speak fluent Chinese, but they're like white dudes. Yeah. And they go down to Chinatown and uh, all of a sudden, like the, the people behind the counter are like, rah, 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 rah. and uh, that guy goes, rah, 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 rah. and they, their eyes light up. They're like, holy <laughs> shit. I, I mean, honest to God, because that's that's. I mean, this guy can't even master English. There is, I mean, he, he needs an English tutor. Forget about a language tutor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good lord! <laughs> I, I would believe that he's watching T Boy videos over yeah. down Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to skip ahead. I mean, a lot of miscellaneous bullshit went on throughout the of the show. Um, but let's go to. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention to it all. Uh, did you, Dennis? What? For what? Uh, in uh, Seth Meyers, anything? Uh, no, I just listened to that tool and kept on going. Yes, you're 199th getting beaten out by Spanish television. Exactly. Yes, you are irrelevant. I don't give a sh I don't give give a damn what you have to say. Yes. Click. I turned it off. I, so, I couldn't I I wanted to punch him. I wanted to punch him repeatedly. Yeah. So he leaves. Seth leaves. Yay. Um, we're almost at the end of the show, but not quite. So let's listen. Take care, Seth. Bye guys. Seth Myers, everyone. Yeah, now what I'll do is I'm gonna go upstairs. And then I eat my lunch and I watch Seth Meyers' uh, closer look. Love no, you don't. Love so it. you have your afternoon all planned. That's great. Oh, yeah. I know. You're yeah, going my wife. To be uh, with Seth again. My <laughs> wife left me alone for the day today. So, like, uh, I'll be spending it with Seth oh, Meyers. You're alone? Yeah. I'm not doing well with that. Oh, dear. For the day. Yeah, I don't like it. Most guys are looking to get away from their wives. I'm like, hey, I just, I don't like to be alone. You're not alone. They're not alone. There's like so much help in that house. I mean, there's like a full ho hotel staff in there. Come on. You're not alone. You're not alone. There's like. Okay. Um, so. Hey, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Now we can hear you. Oh, okay. Because uh, the whole. Did we miss out on crashed something? On me. But oh, oh, whatever. Nothing had a thing. I'm not missing a whole lot. Okay. So we're going to go to end of show so that you can hear the exciting news and what's going to be going on tomorrow's show. Oh, which no. What's going on tomorrow? You don't need to know. I know. No, thank you. No, it's the truth. All right. I love you, everybody. Tomorrow we got a very big agenda on this show. Make sure on? you tune in. It's going to be huge. What is I got South Celebrity Psychic reading. Oh. Got to read you all the feedback. I got. Um, me calling a clown to book him for a party. Wow. I got, uh, we're going to go hit JD up to clean out his computer. He's got a ton of shit he's been sitting on. Okay. And, um, and uh, we got a beautiful package on the gathering of the uh, juggalos. Package. And uh, package uh, on the all the juggalos. So, uh, you know, we got to get to everything. It's going to be very, very heavy show. Yeah, hold on to your uh, seat.
Okay. You know what this sounds like? And, uh, oh, that's it. Goodbye. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's it. Goodbye. It's All right. So you know what that sounds like? That sounds like what the what Han Solo described when he was trying to escape in Empire Strikes Back, and he's latched to the Star Destroyer, and he's going protocol. They dump their garbage before they go into hyperspace. So he always just dumps his garbage before he goes on vacation. You know what? You're so right. That's a, a beautiful analogy right there. <laughs> uh, That's pretty accurate. Dead so, accurate. <laughs> because, uh, because Johnny's computer shit the bed, we do not have cleaning out the computer for you tonight, but we did want to share some um, miscellany with you and uh, and talk about it real quick. So hang on a second. Let me. Uh... Do, do I dare reboot real quick? Or I mean, I'm looking. No, at... no, we're almost done. We're only doing. Uh... I'm just looking at the abyss. <laughs> the Chewbacca defense. Just ride the wave. <laughs> <laughs> this is Chewbacca. What's he doing on the planet with eight, 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 three foot tall Ewoks? I wish it I could play those. No sense. I wish I could play those. I really <laughs> <wish I could. laughs> um, so let's go to uh, Beth's tribute to uh, to friends and to I'm gonna play just a snurch of it so that you can understand what's going on in this clip because oh, you, you need. If you just let me know when you hit play, I'll, I can do the audio for it. Uh, what do you mean? Well, let me just press play and then I'm going to mute it. So this okay. went on entirely too long. Pittsburgh strong. I'll be there for you. Okay. So you know what the song is. We don't want to get in trouble for it. I'll be there for you. And then, and then, been there before. and then it just keeps going. It, the whole song is playing during this the whole song like, during this nauseum. insanity. This do, is do, do, do. the Rembrandts are like. Right yeah. now, working at, at Costco, <gasps> wrangling shopping yeah. carts. Yeah, exactly. The song is playing. Yes. There it is. I'll always love you, Maddie. No question mark should be there. So sweet. Oh, look at this. Look what goes on here. Love that. Oh, my God. I mean... Just going and going with the music. So horrible. Just this is, this is her tribute. This is what you get. You, she is... Like I'm a simpleton, and she makes me look deep, bro. Yeah, she's. she's, she's, she's a, this is a very. She is, she is that dumb. kid that when you were playing Monopoly would say, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if all this money was real?" Deeper than a puddle. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, her, bro. In Italian, they would just call it vuoto, just vuoto, <laughs> no, which means empty. So I didn't, uh, I didn't catch all of this today, but people were commenting on it. Now, here's what happened during the wrap-up show today. Why? Jamie and I are getting ready to find out how many of Howard's books high pitch Eric weighs. Listen to the wrap up show on 101 today. This Wait, is you are got you serious. Heard, you heard this is what they this did. is today. They did this today. T today this is they brought. Hey, oh my God! It's it's. I haven't seen that in years. The guy that plays the music and he has the monkey who get the money. Yeah, yes. so great. <laughs> Oh, the organ thing. grinder? Yeah. The organ grinder. Is an organ grinder and his monkey. Look at these idiots. This is what they did on the wrap-up show today. Jesus Christ. They brought in High Pitch Eric to see how many books. Now, the fact that they have this many of Howard's books. Well, that's because he couldn't sell them. Is shocking. <laughs> yeah. These oh, are all the Howard characters. shirt comes again? Yes. Well, of course. Look at all these books. Look at look at look at what's going on here. And look at look at this setup. Look at what's going on here for this show, for I the can't. wrap up show. 
You showed us his live and not from way back when the sh when the book came out. No, one of the guys um, posted it that this was on the wrap up show today. This was today. I guarantee you, one of the studios is just filled with boxes of books. this crap. Books. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like, that's, uh, that's all it's How ridiculous for. is this, you guys? How ridiculous? Well, yeah. So, and in the, in the chat, though, they're, they're skeptical like I am because that does not, that's not the wrap up show's setup because they're not allowed to use that studio. Even though he's not there, they don't use it. And I swear this was when he did the book came out. I swear it was when that book came out in 2019. Well, okay. But Could it would be. I mean, not like uh -huh. a whole lot's happened between then. Let me I see. I mean, it. this is pathetic that this they had no content to talk about during the wrap-up show, so they just dug something up from f four years ago and decided to use it. And I'm gonna look it up right. This wow. Time. No, this was posted today. Doesn't this matter if it was posted is, today. That can be. JD and I are getting ready to find out how many of Howard's books high pitch. Is that how JD looks now? Listen I mean, to the wrap-up show on 101 today. This was two days commentary. So, yeah. I mean, you guys can say it's old, but I'm just telling you what... Uh, saying, I can't see anything. I'm looking I at a blank screen. You can't see... Oh, I'm sorry for you. Uh, that's why I said Jenna restart. You said no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, I don't know. Is that... JD looks fatter now. I don't think that's... I don't think this is current. Show a, show a picture from JD at the wedding. Because I, I honestly don't think this is this is this is this year, because he looked he looked much more immense now than he does then. Okay, so I'm gonna go on the, I'm gonna go on Sirius, and I'm gonna go to the. Where's the wrap up show on 101? Yes, 101. Okay, okay. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. I don't even know how to access the wrap up show. To be honest with you, I, I don't. I don't even know where it is. Uh, the show, the staff, staff picks, special. All you need is a pick toe of, 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 of uh, chin over there, many chins, and now, and you'll see that he's uh, 10 times larger than he is in this pick toe. Howard Stern wrap up show. All right, let's see. It's Matthew on YouTube Harry from three years ago. Robin and Pippa. All right, hang on. Let's see. Let's see. Mama Monday, Seth, Mad Dog, and Ronnie, Matthew Perry. Uh, no, it doesn't show. Exactly. Shut up, Rashawn. Shut up. Article, you can some love at this earth. No. Yeah, no. This, this is this is a this is farcical. It's farcical. Okay, well, it was the last thing posted on Baba Booey's Instagram, so sorry. That is embarrassing. Gary's an idiot. This is just pure proof that he's an idiot. Okay, so it's a wrap-up show playing reruns? Is that what's going on here? That's what it sounds like. I mean, I, I, I don't even understand why he's posting this. Because well, this is okay. from 2019. So you this can understand my confusion where it says, listen to the wrap-up show on 101 today. Uh, and that's it. I mean, there's, you know, there's no other context. Because this is when the book came out. They did this. Okay, I hear you. But this was posted today. It's just I know, because he's an idiot. He, he, yeah, remember, he's going to get a high-paying job when this show's over. Yes. <laughs> All right, so and what I'm going to end you with today, because I was looking at Matthew Perry, 
and realizing what an asshole he actually was. And, you know, we don't really like to speak ill of the dead, but no. he yeah. wasn't like a, he wasn't like a great guy. He was like an angry, addicted human. Um, I see that uh, Xavier left us. Well, he's trying to reboot that computer. I feel sick and disgusted after reading Matthew Perry's memoir. Could you be any more delusional and self-serving as this man? I loved him in Friends and for a long time was feeling very sympathetic towards him and his struggles, addiction, get the best of people, blah, blah, blah. But this book was something else. A blatant lack of self-awareness, narcissism, and inflated ego was just too much. This is the man who admitted he cheated on basically each of his girlfriends, yet at the same time thinks he's a very good person who would never hurt anyone, and God can see this. This is a man who hurt and drove away those who helped him the most, those who spent months with him in hospitals and rehabs, risking their careers and private lives, and suddenly were disposable when he was discharged because, quote, as long as I'm sober, I don't need them anymore, and now they're needy. This is a man who constantly shits on every person more successful than him, who thinks that every bad thing that happened to him must be the fault of somebody else, that he's not even the slightest responsible for how his life looks. <laughs> because it's a disease and you're lucky you don't have it. Woe is me. I don't have any control over it. Who destroyed so many movies because of his addiction and once just disappeared for six months during the production to go on a binge and later detox and is in absolute shock they sued him for financial losses. How could they? It was a health issue who hurt every woman he's ever been with. But when his ex informs him that she's getting married and won't be able to attend his play, he says, hurt emailing me is about the worst thing someone has ever done to me. I would never do that to a person. How could she? The whole book is just constant self-serving me, myself, and I. Why everyone around me is always wrong and why all I did to myself and other people, it's not my fault. I was physically ill by the end of this book. So, you know, he just... uh and apparently there was something really shitty that he said about... Um, so this is pretty much... It's yeah. the male version of Quiver's A Life. Yeah. C-137 says. Yeah. More on narcissism. He writes his first play in 10 days and then self-proclaims that it's, quote, great, great work, better oh, than the classic. <laughs> and that, that's almost brilliant. like Steven Seagal. I, yeah. read the, I read the greatest script, uh, <laughs> script ever. Who wrote it? I did. Critics just don't understand his genius. And besides, here's one semi-positive review he found. Proceeds to quote it in its entirety. Yes, quoting passages praising Matthew Perry takes quite a big portion of his book. As for his addiction, this is something that happened to him against his will. He would love to trade places, even with a homeless or broke person. They don't get how hard he had it in life with his addicted <laughs> brain. He'd love to stop, but even the slightest hardship happens in his life. He just has to drink or use. It's just how his body works. It's not his fault. You're lucky you don't have this disease. Huh? People who overcame addiction, oh, they had it easier. Easy versions, easier to overcome, lucky bastards. He's one of the few that got the hardest version, and he's a hero for living with it every day. Yeah. So I have a, I have a thing a hero? In, in the chat. In the chat, they said he's more, his mother was Morgan Fairchild? No. It can't be. No, no but his father, his stepfather is the guy from Dateline. Are you serious? Yes. So oh, Jesus. Mother married the guy from Dateline. Um, here, I'll show you him. Matthew Perry, stepfather. Damn. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. So his father is this dude. Oh, I never watched the show. Okay. The, the mother in the show is Morgan Fairchild. That's right. Yeah, so this is his stepfather, uh, Keith Morrison, who has that really curious voice, yes. who's actually starting to transform into a 79-year-old lesbian. Oh, 
that's Oof. like uh, Harrison Ford after he came out of Carbonite. <laughs> exactly. You know what? He, he can play connect the liver spots. Yes, yes, he's that guy. So Can yeah, I be any more dead? No, no. All right. You know what? <laughs> These guys that have like three hundred k to blow on on uh, recreational drugs, and then want everybody to feel sorry for them. Well, what did he say? He said he spent almost seven million dollars in rehab and trying what to get do. Yeah, well, that's fine. Hey, you, you, you know what? Go pay go to play. A, yeah. go, go get a job like installing roofs. That, yeah, I'll take care of a lot of out. that problem. See how that works out. That's exactly yeah, right. Exactly. You think the guy who's doing the shingles going, hey, man, you know, I got like 200K in blow right now. You want to go <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Like, look, look he, had, he had a disease. Cool. Acknowledge that. But don't act, don't expect everybody to be like, oh, poor baby. Yeah. Yeah, there are people that have much worse stuff than you. I'll be that really, have no money. I'll be really curious when the when all the dirt starts coming out on him. You know, Wait, like, why what, was like, he never married? Why didn't he, you know, what was his what was his scenario with women? What was his, you know, deal? And uh, you know what? I honestly don't care. Oh, I care. Yeah, I don't he's, I, he's I don't care anymore dude. either. Oh my god, are you kidding, Melvin? Emergency update. Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz are engaged. Wow. And? Yeah, so. Okay. Wow. Good on them. I told you my favorite Zoe Kravitz story that her father rented an apartment for her when she was like 14 years old and she lived oh, with yeah. a nanny and he lived downtown in Soho and she lived up on 51st Street in a gorgeous apartment by herself with her nanny. And the nanny would take her to uh, school every day, and they would walk there to her private school, that was maybe like ten blocks away. And he would Did come. Did you ever visit. talk about her dad's salchicha? No, and he would come visit. You know, <laughs> the, limo, the limo would pull up outside, and you know, and he always—he's so affected. You know, he's like little prince man, and you know, always weird. Big so dude. No, he's like, he's like this tall. He's, he's a wee man, really? another wee man. He's just like eighty yeah, percent small. He's not prince small. He's but he's tiny. Okay. Uh, yeah, another emergency update. Fatty Arbuckle is dead. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I'm mm. it's really hard. I'm not allowed to touch my uh, audio settings, guys. You're Schwan. Okay, don't touch, to. don't touch anything. All right, that's it for us tonight. It is 9:43. How's that? Must you yell? Must you? Must you? Must you? And it's only because we didn't have arm today and we didn't get to do cleaning out the computer. So I'm sure we will uh, touch base on that again tomorrow. Um, don't forget, I have a little Halloween party to go to tomorrow. So Bill is going to be running the show, but I uh, will I will not be out late and I will come on while you guys are on. And I'll no, I want to be done before 10 tomorrow, okay? And I'll show you what I'm wearing. Yes. Okay, tomorrow's well, show is so bad. It's so bad. It's all I mean, going to be horrible. It's going to be totally terrible. There's nothing happening tomorrow. Yes. 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 Tomorrow will be a drunk Mo in a ridiculous wig. So, yeah, that's what you get. All right. So I have no idea what to wear. Man, don't. Who cares? You know, just, don't right. just don't go to Ebor. Just don't go to Ebor. I always went home for 2 o'clock and I stayed out of gang fights. <sighs> so, yeah, those two things are, are, are words, words to live by. Insanity, really insanity. All right, everybody, we love you all. We will Double do the super chat, guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any further discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so you know when we're doing a new show. Thanks.